What is up, everybody? Welcome, welcome to the uh, second episode of the Three and Deed podcast. I'm Mark King. I'm Joseph Walter, and we have got a great, great show for you guys today. We have got uh, a schedule lookout for the Grizzlies, a breakdown of the schedule. Break it down. Break it down, game by game. We're gonna go through. We're going to talk about wins, losses. We're going to talk about anything that stakes out to us as far as what games are what. We are going to uh, we are going to to look at any games that potentially could be uh, scheduled losses or uh, potential scheduled wins. We're looking at home games. We're looking at everything. Everything about the schedule is up for grabs on this episode, episode two. Last episode, uh, last week, we did not get into the schedule that much because we knew we were going to have these schedules here with us uh, these scheduled episodes about the Grizzlies schedule episode two and episode three. So we're going to do the first 41 games on this episode. And the next episode, we're going to do the last 41 games because uh, God help us. This could probably potentially be a really long episode (laughs) (laughs) if we're just talking about the schedule itself. So let's get into it. Um, First of all, let's, let's talk about anything that you think, just off off the top of your head that you see um, that we want to talk about before we get into game by game. Uh, I mean, you know, to to start it off, of course, the first thing I do is look at nationally televised games. Uh, just because that is really when I think about it, that is Mark Conley. I mean, Mark Gasol now has made a couple different all-star teams. Mike Conley, though, what really separates the rest of these Western Conference point guards is they get to show themselves on the national stage all the time. So, of course, that's the first thing that I go look at is look at nationally televised games, um, not including NBA TV. We're rocking a solid three. NBA, NBA TV is not national TV. Correct. I mean, I don't know. Do, do you get NBA TV? I do get NBA TV. Okay, but what uh, what do you have? I just have um, Sling TV. Okay, so I have PlayStation View, which is similar to Sling, and I, I don't think that – I think I do get NBA TV now. I did not used to, but I had to upgrade to their sports package or whatever whatever that, whatever that is. Whatever, whatever they make whatever, you do to watch it. Yeah, whatever that, like, package is you got to get on PlayStation View uh, to watch it. That I finally got NBA TV, but for, like, a long time. I didn't have it. And then even when I switched, I didn't even know that I had it. It's like it's an obscure place. It's a weird thing. So that's not counting NBA TV. So, so, all right. So not counting NBA TV, we've got three nationally televised games. Um, what stands out first off, uh, is of course, is we've got the Martin Luther King Day game back in Memphis. Which that's correct. We forgot to mention that last the last show we did. Martin Luther King game back in Memphis. I mean, how – how on earth it was we did not play a game on Martin Luther King Day in Memphis last year is a little beyond me, considering that we have the National Civil Rights Museum literally within a Barry Bonds home run of the FedEx Forum. Yeah, I think some something uh, some mentioned of that. I uh, saw this. Maybe, I think maybe Tillery from the Commercial Appeal uh, said that the Grizzlies were given a choice. They could either have a nationally, like actual nationally televised game, ESPN on Sunday, or had the NBA TV on Monday. They chose for the national audience on Sunday. So I don't know if that's true. I mean, I'm sure it is. If Tillery is saying he, he's pretty plugged in, obviously he's the beat reporter. So um, he doesn't report our much, but when he does, 
he makes it count. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so that's good to have it back on. It's it, it like you said, it should be on Memphis. It should be in, it should be in Memphis. It should be an event. Um, is it on TNT? What is it on? It is on ESPN. Good. I, no, I, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I read that wrong. It is on TNT. Good. It should be on TV TNT. Um, I think that's a, that's that's a good thing for the city. It's good thing good thing for the Grizzlies. And then the other two nationally televised games are um, at home against the Wizards January 5th, so 10 days before um, that Lakers MLK Day matchup. And then we also on all the way to April the 4th, so right at the end of the season, we have a home game against the Pelicans, and now it is going to be on ESPN as well. Man, they must really think that the Grizzlies and the Pelicans are going to be fighting for a playoff spot. <laughs> for that eighth seed. For that, for that ninth seed. <laughs> Probably. I mean, because, like, like, let's be honest. I mean, this is how they make the schedules. I mean, this is how they do it, is that they look at, in the future, what, what potentially could be actually draws an audience. And if they think that the Grizzlies are going to be – I mean, it's, I've seen a lot of projections projections come out for the Grizzlies and seeing them projecting to win around 30 games, which is sad. It's, it's sad. It makes me sad. It, absolutely. It scares the shit out of me because, like, usually people who make odds – are really good at that. They're really good at it. For a reason. They're really good at it. So. Our, I can tell you right now. I that really hope it, we're not we're not fighting the Pelicans for the 10th seed. Our um, odds to win the ship. <laughs> what? Odds. What are they? Odds to win the ship, 80 to 1. You know, I'll take those. I'll take those odds. 80 to 1? I mean, I'm on four. All right, let's get into the schedule. I know we talked about we're going to go through the schedule game by game, so let's get into it. Uh, we're going to do uh, we're just going to do wins and who wins, who loses. Um, if you have a little bit of something you want us about this game, feel free. Uh, and then at the end, we will uh, we'll tally it all up and see what we're going to think. And we'll keep this. We'll have it all on a Google sheet, and we'll put it out on Twitter just so you guys have it. So come April, whenever I'm right and you're wrong. Or vice versa. I don't. I've never been wrong before. It, <laughs> it, it has happened once, but it was a very rare thing. So you guys can ridicule us on Twitter. I'll, I'll throw it up on the Twitter page after this episode. All I'm right, gonna so. go ahead and throw this out there. I'm pretty down on the Grizzlies right now, and I, I have not gone through game by game and done my win loss. Well, so. good thing because we're about to. I haven't either. I'm doing this like I have not really. I've looked at the schedule. I have not like studied it. So this is going to be very like fresh for me too i'm just going to be making these kind of spot on and just what i have seen from the teams what i think they're going to be so i'd also like to throw one bit out about their schedule so the, the nba they are reducing the number of back-to-backs um this past season it was 16.3 back-to-backs per team this year it is 14.4 back-to-backs per game per team how right. many back-to-backs do you think the grizzlies are playing this year uh, well, I I I know because I'm looking at it. Wait, is that right? Is it 14? 14, the max 14, amount. The maximum yes, sir. Amount? Yeah, absolutely. As I say, I'm looking at the back-to-backs right now, and uh, yeah, 14. So they didn't get a whole lot of love uh, on that. I will say this about just looking at the number of games. There's 17 games of December. They have a brutal, brutal December. That's a lot of games. It is month. a lot of games in a month. A lot. Uh, that is the highest of the entire season. Next highest is 16 in March. So let's take a look at the Pelicans come on opening night. Pelicans come uh, October 18th. 
Win or loss? Uh, I'm going win. I am too. I don't. I think that's. I think that's a good, good easy win for them. I think it's a good for them to schedule that on opening night. Let's go to the next next game. Warriors, October twenty first. Couple nights later. Win Home or loss? Game. Uh, I'm going loss. That is a scheduled loss. That is. As I mean, I I hope it's competitive. It is a home game, but I don't think it's going to be. Obviously, we all want it to be, but I think that's a loss. Rockets uh, come on in a few nights later, or excuse me, we go to the we go to Houston, away game, uh, October twenty third. And first of all, uh, just something real quick. We play the Rockets four times in the first month of the season. Oh, we play them a lot. Yeah, we're going to get to know them real quick. <laughs> yeah, um, which I think is good because maybe Chris Paul and James Harden and the crew. I think it's better to play them early than to be playing them later once they get a chance to gel. Yeah, but it's it's Chris Paul and James Harden. Yeah, they're I like mean, really I'm, good at basketball. They're really good at basketball. I don't know if you've heard this, but they're really good at basketball. They are really good at basketball. I'm going with an L there. I'm yeah, it's um, I'm going to be doing the same. So um, we're still right on track. So uh, Dallas, we go from Houston Dallas away game, and then uh, two nights later on the 25th. Uh, front end of the back-to-back with, we've got the the old away home matchup on the back-to-back with the Mavs. Yeah, so um, they, they play at the Maver- or at Dallas, then they come here and play at Memphis the very next night. Uh, so away on the front end of the back-to-back, loss. I'm going to go win there. I'm going to go win. Uh, I'm going to go win on both of those nights. I'm going to go win-win for the I'm, I'm going to go loss-win. Uh, I like us on the, on the home – I just don't know what the Mavericks can. I don't know what the Mavericks going to be this year. I don't think they're going to be. I just. I just don't think they're going to be good. Do you think that? Uh, I don't know. I think that they could be pretty good. I think that they're going to give the reins over to. Oh, what's the kid they drafted at NC State? Um, I couldn't tell you. I think they're going to get in the hand. Uh, Rod, what is his name? Oh my goodness! You look that up. And I'll keep talking since this is a podcast and we don't want to listen to silence. So, um, also, side note of the Dallas, it's surprising that Nerlens Noel is still not signed. He, that that is, is so weird. That is still – Dennis Smith is yes, their draft pick from Smith. NC yeah, State. Yeah, yeah. I don't know okay. why that wouldn't come to me. I think that they're going to give – I think that they're just going to give the reins to Dennis Smith and say, do it, do it. We'll see. And I think that he's going to probably – here's here, early prediction. Are you ready? Early prediction. Rookie of the year. Dennis Smith. Dennis Smith, rookie of the year. I do not year. think that will happen at all. We will come back and see that at the end of the season, who is right on that. All right, next is up is going to be at home still. This is a four-game homestand, starting with the Mavericks. Next is the Rockets. Uh, we played them uh, three, four nights ago, October 28th. What do you think? I'm going to go with an L. I'm going to take give them an, I'm going to give them an L as well there. Uh, the very uh, two nights later at home, where uh, Charlotte comes into town, and we're playing the Hornets on October the 30th, last game of October. What do you have there? Well, let's, I'm going to throw a W in the column. I am going to give them a W as well. I don't think that Charlotte will be able to compete with them in that, uh, at home there. A uh, couple nights later, November, November the 1st, Orlando Magic comes into town. I uh, would like to think they were going to get a W there, but I don't. I don't know if they will. Oh, I, I'm going to give them the W there. Uh, the Magic are definitely – that is a dumpster fire of an organization. Well, and I mean, yeah, but they – I mean, Frank Vogel's a really – I think Frank Vogel's a really good coach. I'm glad he's not the Grizzlies coach. I'll tell you that right now. 
I'm, I, I'm glad we decided. I on championed this. so hard for Frank Vogel to be the Grizzlies coach. I mean, I love David Fizdale now, but when I, we were trying to get a coach, I like that was my guy. I wanted him to be here. Um, I was the opposite way. I was the hoping we did not hire Frank Vogel. Well, we didn't, so you got your way there. Uh, so you're gonna. You're I'm going, gonna give him the W. You're going to W. Uh, I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go W just because they're at home. That's the only reason I'm giving them a W. Then we go on a five-game road trip, Clippers, which is um, is we a first have night of the two five-game road stands this season. Just to uh, as a little excerpt. Oh, nice. So this is the first one of the five-game road trips. Clippers are the first. Uh, it's a West Coast road trip. Clippers are up first, uh, November the fourth. I'm going to give them a L there. I am going to give them a W there, and. Uh, that might be the only W they get from me for the next few games. All right, well, let's go right into it. Lakers, Lakers, Blazers, uh, Lakers, and Blazers are next, uh, November the fifth and November the seventh. Los Angeles Lakers, who knows what they're going to be this year? Um, they do have a lot of good young players. They got Lonzo Ball, who uh, I don't think is going to be that good of a shooter in the NBA, but I do think he's going to be a very good passer and very good uh, distributor of the ball. So I don't know that I don't know what if he makes them that much how many games he makes them better though. So I don't necessarily think that they're that's going to push them over the top. I'm going to go ahead and give the Grizzlies a W. I'm going to give the Grizzlies a loss right there. Okay, so we we're still right up, but kind of right on track with each other. So next up is the is the Blazers. Um, I'm going to give them go ahead and give them an L there. It's a it's a late night game to uh, third game. In the uh, West Coast road trip, we typically do not do well historically against those teams in that scenario. So I'll go ahead and give them an L there. Uh, I'm giving them an L as well. Um, we, like you said, we typically do not fare well in those games. And it kind of irks my heart out because you end up staying awake until 1230 watching oh, basketball I, I, game. I hate it. And because I don't, we don't start the game until 10 o'clock at night. Uh, you know, or nine in these cases, if it's nine thirty, a, a nine twenty-seven tip, or whatever it is, like it's a nine o'clock scheduled start, right? But it doesn't tip to what nine oh seven. It just, it, it's just, it, it, it never ends until one o'clock in the morning. Never. And then you can stay up that late, and you go, "No, we just lost." And for then, no yeah, and if 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 we've won, I'm a little fired up. It takes me it, to exactly. calm down. That's if the, we lose, the then I'm like. Damn it! I just stayed awake till one o'clock in the morning to watch this basketball game. And the other problem is, is if, is if they're losing, and you know, like, you know, I'm usually like, f this, I'm gonna go to sleep because I don't need this shit in my life. But then I stay up and watch it anyway. I, I do too. I, I can't I turn up, it off. I stay up and watch it anyway, and you're like, you know what? I just, I, I wish I could do this, but I can't. I'm, I'm a sucker uh, for disappointment. So we both got an L there. From there, they go all the way from Portland. Back to Houston again. And got a nice go, little rest there. They've got a, a, a nice little they do three-day three solid rest. They play the Blazers on November the 7th, and the Rockets game isn't until the 11th. So that's not a terrible road trip. I'm still going to give them an L. I'm giving them an L as well. Next up is the Bucks. So they go from the Rockets, and they go all the way to Milwaukee as well before they come back home. Um, I, I don't know what to think about the Bucks this year. I'm kind of on the fence with them. I think – that they are an absolute matchup nightmare, and I'm gonna. I think Giannis, Giannis, however you say his last name, Adetokounmpo, is a matchup nightmare for anybody, especially for the Grizzlies. How many times have they had problems with someone that athletic that is that big, all the time? I mean, that can that can 
distribute that can dribble the ball, shoot the ball. I mean, he's just he's so athletic. He he is. I think in three years he'll be the best player in basketball. I wouldn't fight you on that. I don't know if it's true. I don't. I'm inclined to think not. But I will. I I, I wouldn't. If if you said that and it happened, like I wouldn't. You know, I was like, oh, that's that makes sense. Like you know what I mean. Like it wouldn't surprise yeah. me. Yeah, they're they're one team that I go out of my way to watch because they're one of your league pass teams. They are yeah. one of my league pass teams. I love watching the Bucks. Um, I love Jason Kidd as their head coach. I love Giannis Antetokounmpo. I love Chris Middleton. I love Jabari Parker. I love Chris Middleton. Um, I think uh, hopefully he does. I think he is a big piece they missed a lot last year. Absolutely. And then, of course, Jabari was having that amazing year and then tears his other ACL. So they're a team that I'm really high on. I know they're really young, and young teams don't win in the NBA. um, But they're a team that I'm really high on, and I'm going to give us an L. I, yeah, I'm still giving them an L there as well. I'm with you. I don't know if they can handle the matchup against Giannis, as well as the uh, three and D nightmare of Chris Middleton. So we come back home after that. We come back home starting with Indiana, and I'm going to go on. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on this. I'm going to give them a W. I don't think it's a big deal for them. I don't think they're going to have a whole lot of trouble with the Pacers. <laughs> I'm not going to say they're not going to have trouble with them, but I think we're going to. I think they, we're they going to have earn trouble a with everybody. Yeah, we don't. We can't blow anybody out. That's impossible. We haven't. We haven't blown anybody out in like 15 years. <laughs> I, it's we don't. You're right. We we don't have. Uh, we don't blow anybody out. So, but as far as the Grizzlies are concerned, I don't think they'll have trouble with them. They'll probably get up real big in the first quarter, make it a game in the third quarter, and then Mark will have to win hit a game winning shot. Next up is the Rockets. Again. Is this the fourth? This is the, yes, this is the fourth, fourth and final, and final the fourth matchup and of the year. time. November the 18th, they'll have played the Rockets all four times. Um, they're playing them at home this time, uh, or uh, for the second time. Gave them an L the first time. Actually, we've given them L's every time they played the Rockets. Do they, do they beat the Rockets this time? <sighs> really, I, I want to put a W in this column really, really bad. But I'm putting an L in it. I'm putting an L in the column. I put an L in it before we started talking. I, I just, I, I, I just don't know. I don't know who they have that can stop defensively shut down James Harden as well as Chris Paul, and then I mean Mike could play really good defense on one of them, but then that he expends so much energy on def- the, the defensive side. He it takes away. We've seen this a lot where he spends so much money or so much time and effort. On the defensive side of the ball, it takes away from his offense. And so you do that plus coupled with you don't really have a two-guard that plays really locked down defense. You don't have a TA anymore. I don't know what you do there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let's you move on. You there. Yeah, sorry. Uh, let's move on. They We play the Blazers again at home on November the 20th. Uh, I'm going to give them a W there. We'll I am not. Going I'm giving, them, I'm giving think, them an L. Think Chris McCall, you think McCollum, Ray McCollum will be too too much for them? Um, I think th- I don't think it's gonna be Ray McCollum. I mean, sucks. <laughs> CJ, CJ McCollum. But I, <laughs> I think that CJ McCollum is has been a lot for us to deal is with. Is Ray McCollum a actual NBA player? Yeah, I, th- I believe. Did he I make pla- that up? No, he even plays for Portland. No, I think I made that up. No, Ray McCollum plays for Portland. Let's see. Here we go. Come on, Google machine. Anyway, so. Uh, oh, he, he plays is, for Sacramento. He is a real person. Okay. I did not make that up. So who does he play for? 
place for the uh, besides the Kings. Okay, so yeah, well, Sacramento, Portland, whatever. It's all the same. Um, Pacific Northwest. Uh, yeah, I just don't. Um, I I don't really love their team. Um, if I was a fan of theirs, I would not be huge on having a great scoring backcourt that cannot guard anybody. So when I was out in Vegas, we got to we. What was really fun is that we got to hang out with other people from other teams. And so I was talking to the, the some Portland guys, and I was like, you know, I wish – I was talking about Dame Lillard, and I was like, I, w- I would love to have someone like him. And they looked at me like you would you would hate him every minute. Uh, like you, if you saw him every game and see how much he just is so frustrating to watch. Mike Conley eats his lunch. He does. Mike Conley eats his – it from angers a, but, me when but he – But from afar – David Lillard looks like you know, like anybody would say, you want him, I want him all day, every day. But in reality, I don't know if that's. I think he's more. I don't. I, I I'll take Mike Conley every day of the week. I would take Mike Conley over most people. I would do. Um, like there are very few point guards I would not take Mike Conley over, for the fact that he is so good on. He's such a good two way player, and now he's such a, he's an even better shooter than he has ever been. So yeah, let's let's that's enough about us. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Let's go next to the Mavericks. Um, November twenty second. That's the last home game of this stand. I'm uh, going to give them a W there. I'm going to give them a W as well. And just a little um, interjection: we have three, four game home stands. So this is the last game of the second of three, four game home stands. This, this, this is the last game of the second four, four game, game home, home stand. stand, and we have three. Oh, four game okay. homestands, yeah. and we're already done with the second one, and we're not even through November yet. So, so that yeah. not not real happy so with the way the schedule is. If you want to get out and see a game, if you want to go see a game at the Grizzlies, and you have some options, the different nights to choose from, that will probably be your stretch of uh, the Pacers, Rockets, Blazers, Mavericks in the middle of November is probably a pretty good spot to get out and go see them. So up next after the Mavericks is going to be an away game at the Nuggets on uh, November the 24th. I'm going to go ahead and give them a loss there. They tend to struggle there. They and, play uh, horribly in Denver, so I'm going to give them a loss as well. Yeah, let, There's not much there to that. Uh, next game is the Brooklyn Nets at back at home. November 26th, I'm going to go give them a W there, and I'm going to move on unless you want to say mm, something about yeah, the Brooklyn Nets. That's I'll what get. I thought. Next game is we have another of these uh, kind of weird uh, away home matchups back to back. Or is it a back to back? No, no, it's not a back to back. But is it a very weird, the weird away home? We go at play the Spurs at uh, San Antonio. Then the, the very a couple of days later they come to Memphis and uh, play in Memphis. So the first one is going to be away game at the Spurs. I am going to go and give them a loss there because it's. Popovich and Kawhi Leonard and the Spurs and yeah, you know, yeah, that's gonna be a loss. Um, Kawhi Leonard is—he's amazing at basketball. I don't know if he, you knew that or not. He is very amazing at basketball. Okay, I'm just Next making sure that you are well aware. San Antonio comes here, playing home, front first night of the back-to-back. I'm gonna give them a W. I, I feel it. I believe in them on that night. I think they can pull it out. Uh, going to be a great crowd. It's December the 1st. Yep, I'm giving them a loss. What about the crowd? I just said it was going to be a great crowd. 
I, you know, it is the um, it's a, the Spurs is a great rivalry. Yeah, it's the first. It's at home. It's the front end of a back to back. It's the front. We've exactly. got the, it's the Cavs a, on the second end of the back to back. You know, that, we're trying the, to get a win. The second end of a back to back doesn't doesn't matter about the first end. I think that we're gonna have a great crowd, and that the only two halfway decent basketball players we have are Mike Conley and Marcus Gasol. Hey, they're more than halfway decent. They're very good basketball they're, players. No, I said it's they're the, the only other, two that's more than halfway decent. The other 61 players we have aren't very good at putting the ball in the basket. They're not. It, it's very. It's a very fundamental part of basketball. You'd, you'd be surprised how well it's needed to put the ball in the basket. Yeah, let's move on. Next night, like we said, the second night of a back-to-back is going to be the Cavs. Uh, we're going to Cleveland to play them. So LeBron will most likely play. Uh, they'll have all their complement of players. Probably Kyrie will still be there. Who knows? Give them a loss. That's, excuse me. That's a scheduled loss, though, I think, for them. Scheduled loss. Got it. So uh, they're going to come right back home again next, and they're going to be playing the Timberwolves after that. Uh, what do you think of Minnesota? I, I, you know, we Everybody was all in on Minnesota last year. Everybody was. I, I didn't really I, – I liked the players. I liked the complement of players last year. And I'd still do this year even more, but I'm going to say what I said last year, and that's what I just I've got to see it first because they got a lot of young players, and the problem with young players is they don't know how to win, and not knowing how to win and close games is a real real problem in the NBA. And people don't think about that, but having young players and teaching them how to close out a game is a real thing. I think that Jimmy Butler will go a long way to teaching them that. But I do I, too. Again, I don't know, and so I really want to see it. I, I want to see it before I believe it. I like the pieces they have, but I don't know what they're going to. I don't know what they're going to be. I, really I don't think. First of all, let me tell you. I'll say this: I don't think that uh, Thibodeau is a good coach. I think. All right. This this is what I have to say on it. I am definitely higher on them than I was at the start of last season. I know, like you were saying, everybody was super high on them to start last season. I believe their over under wins for Vegas was fifty or yeah. something like that, which is absurd. When you think of, just like you said, young teams don't know how to win those close games. Um, But I think that Jimmy Butler is going to go a long way in that department. I think that, you know, as much. He's really good at basketball. He's very good at basketball. (laughs) Um, I, you know, uh, a. this, This name was floating out to them a little earlier this summer. And I think that Tony Allen would make that team. A 45-game so. winner. I oh, think I, that I think, so I think that having um, I think that definitely having Jimmy Butler is gonna improve them immensely. But having that, you know, known score and known playmaker at the end of a game, where I mean, you had Andrew Wiggins, you had Zach Levine, you've got Cat, you know. But now that you've got somebody that they really, you know, that with 24 seconds left on the shot clock, you're down one point. You know who's going to initiate the offense. You know who's going to get the basket. You know who's going to get the basket. And I think that last season it was – they didn't know. Was it going to be Levine? Was it going to be Wiggins? Was it going to be Cat? Was it going to be – you know, who was it going to be that was going to initiate that play and make that play? And now that person is there. And I, I, I think that – I think that they they can win upwards of 40 games. Uh, I think that if – Another another quality veteran winner would maybe even bring them up, like I said, like a Tony Allen. I think they could win 45-plus games. 
I think so too. I think I think Tony Allen would really change that roster. Um, but but like you said, a lot last year they did a lot of they blew they had a lot of double digit leads that they blew last year, which is, is it's in, kind of incredible. Uh, but anyway, let's, let's back to the schedule. The Timberwolves uh, home uh, December the fourth. Win or loss? I'm gonna give them a win there. I'm gonna do the same. I, I'm gonna give them a win. I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt because they've proven to me they can win games, and and the Timberwolves not the benefit of the doubt because I don't know what they're gonna be. I will say I I, I like Carl Anthony Towns. Um, Carl Anthony Towns is the best big man in the league. He I mean when he's asked uh, I've seen an interview with him once last year, and as well as one time this uh, this summer, and they asked him who the hardest player to guard for him in the NBA was, and both years his answer has been Marcus All. Um, and it's because of, I believe, both years he used the same lingo. It was that he is um, the most, uh, like, all of his plays are, like, like absolutely fundamental, but absolutely unfundamental in the same time. Right, yeah. Like his patented or like his uh, Dirk-esque <laughs> one-foot uh, fadeaway that he loves to shoot that's just, like, it's infuriating, but it goes in, yeah. Um, all right, next up away is going to be we go to New York to play the Knicks on December the 6th. I'm going to go ahead and give them a W there because that is an organization that doesn't like to win basketball games. It's true. That's it true. They fact. don't. They do not. Next up, uh, they come back home for a short three-game homestand. First up on the uh, the slate is Toronto Raptors coming in on December the 8th. Um, another Eastern Conference opponent. Um, last year, if you look, we did not fare very well against the we Eastern Conference opponents. Um, Toronto, I think, is a good basketball team. I'm not really sure what they're doing up there in terms of um, personnel. And at at some point, you're you're either going to win or you're not. And I I don't think we're going to win this basketball game. Not I'm not. Don't really like what Toronto's doing up there, but I, I don't think we'll win this basketball game. What about you? Yeah, I think that uh, I don't think they're going to win. Um, I love the Toronto Raptors GM. I think he's a really, really smart dude. Um, I, if I could pronounce his name, I would. Uh, Masai Uruguay, I think. I Masai, think that, yeah. Masai, yeah. Um, uh, really, really smart dude. Um, love what he does. But as far as what they have on the court versus the Grizzlies, I'm going to give the Grizzlies a loss there. And that was a that would be the front end of a back to back, and the back side of the back to back still at home is going to be the Thunder coming in on the ninth. Russy Russell Westbrook. This is what is this their first time playing the Grizzlies? So this will be the first matchup against Russ, and the uh, new look of the Thunder this year. I um, I am a Russell Westbrook fan. Uh, he's one of my top five players to watch in the league. Um, I think that. He does what he has to do for what his team consists of, and I think they're probably gonna uh, kick our butt on the back end of this back-to-back. I don't care that it is at home. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. The Russ the Westbrook is a is a bit of a conundrum to me, if you will. I, I I think he does too much sometimes. I've always been the person that will point out that yes, he is he is awesome and he does a lot of things really well. Uh, but at the uh, detriment to his team sometimes. I think he does tries to do too much, especially last year. I know he had to. I know he didn't have a choice. He had to. He didn't, he didn't have a choice. I understand that. So it's, I'll be very interested to see 
what happens this year because he also did that with with KD was there. He did. He, he did he, too much. He, he did too much. And so I'll be really interested to see what happens with with Paul George. I think Scotty Brooks was a a very mediocre Scotty Brooks basketball is not coach a good head well. coach. So um as far as me, I am I think I'm going to give them an L as well. I don't I don't see them bringing that out. Uh next game up is the Heat at home on December 11th. I'm going to go ahead and give them a W there. I think they uh, don't have a, a real problem with uh, the Heat there. Uh, I'm going to uh, give us an L. I think this is going to be a crappy little homestand. All right. Not not keen on the three-game homestand there. After this, we go for one game away, uh, one, one away game up to the uh, D.C. area for the Wizards. On December the thirteenth, uh, what is your? I'm going to go ahead and give them a W there. I don't know. I don't. I am not. I like the. I like the Wizards players, but I don't. Don't see them putting it together again this year. Like I like their individual pieces. I think they have good players, but I don't know. They've never seemed to put it together, and I don't know if this year is any different. I just. I think that they, like you said, they, the collection of players they have is great. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Is Scott Brooks their coach? He is. Okay. Scott Brooks is their coach. That's what I thought. Um, I think that I really want to – I'm going to give us a W because, man, I'm really down on the Grizzlies right now. Wow. It took you that much to decide to give the, it, the Grizzlies every a w, w I put in this column is real is me fighting to give them a W almost. That's a that's a tough look. And I'm real. I, I I wish I was. So you hate the Grizzlies this year? I do not hate the Grizzlies. You heard it first. I <laughs> I do not like the collection of talent that we have put around Mike Conley and Marcus All. And if that I makes, was one of sense. the two of them. I know that they're both loyal guys, and thank God for that. But I would be very upset that I I'd hitched my wagon to this franchise, and uh, and we've d- continually drafted poorly, continually, continually, year after year, drafted pitifully, and now we we have nothing. We have no good assets to even get another player. That's you. You you speak lots of truth. I I mean I get it. Um, I'd be pissed if I were Marcus All. I would be furious uh, when you're going out and signing players like Ben McLemore when there are plenty of other players out there to sign. Um, and so I'm going to go ahead and give them uh, next game right coming up is the Hawks. It is on December the fifteenth. Uh, Hawks are coming in as a home game. It is going to be the front end of a. It is going to be the front end of a back to back, and so um, there's a there's a. Excuse me for correct me if this is a front end of the back to back. The first back to front of the back to back. So there's a back to back, then another back to back, and so this is a home back to back. Hawks are first. I would go and give them a W. I don't think they hell have too much trouble with the Hawks. I'm going to give them a W. Uh, um, we're. I, believe, I think w. the Hawks will be the worst team in the league. Yeah, I w- would not surprise me. Uh, so let's move on to the Celtics coming in right after that, second out of the back-to-back, uh, still at home. I'm going to go ahead and give them an L, uh, a loss there. I don't know if they can uh, uh, keep up. They had serious trouble with Isaiah Thomas last year. That probably continues. They have had serious trouble with Isaiah Thomas since he played for Sacramento. Uh, they ha- well, let me, let's rephrase this. They've had serious trouble with scoring first point guard since ever. 
Yeah, perimeter defense uh, has been has been an bad issue for like a decade. I mean, it's it's been a as long as I can remember, it's been an issue. I, I it's really been think of all the small Eric Bledsoe, the small yes. point guards that we faced with that dribble penetrate and just murder they, us. Yep, the, you're you're you are describing Isaiah Thomas. And that is why they will probably lose. And uh, so I'm going to give us um, an L there um, as well. Next up is the Warriors away. This is our first uh, back-to-back as away uh, away back-to-back. Uh, Warriors are the first, Suns are the second uh, part of it. Uh, Warriors on the front end, uh, December the 20th at uh, late night. I'm going to go and give them an L there. This game will be on the NBA TV. It'll be on semi-national TV. If you, semi-national if you TV. You can find it. Uh, I am going to. That's a that's a scheduled loss. In Very my much opinion. a scheduled loss. Suns Suns up next. Uh, second out of a back to back. Still still a away game. I'm going to give them a win. I don't know why. I feel like it should be a loss. The Suns are probably going to be pretty good this year. But but I'm going to give them a win because I feel it. I'm a good, I feel it on my bones. I, I'm with you there. I'm giving them a win too. I, don't know why. I feel I'm, it on my bones. I'm, I'm giving. I'm going to give them a, a W in that column as well. Sometimes my bones say things I shouldn't. I should listen to. Uh, hold on, hold on. Before before we go on, uh, there's there's something I've got to talk about before we get onto the rest of this schedule. During this past game, the game that we just referenced was the Suns on December 21st. So the Grizzlies, during the holiday season, over the course of the last five seasons, have been what you would call terrible. Very, yes. Terrible. You, could, you could call it terrible. Terrible. Might call it one. Might call it mediocre. I would call it terrible. Okay. <laughs> I would call it. I would call it terrible. All right, that's fair. And so when I. That's something that stood out to me is some of the first one of some of the first things I looked at were these games that are right around holiday time. And I was hoping that it was nonstop Warriors, Rockets, Cavs, Bucks. Right, just pe- games you're probably just gonna lose game, anyway. Just scheduled losses anyway. Yeah. But no. As I look down, we definitely in that same stretch of time we play the the Suns, the Lakers the Kings, the Wizards, the Clippers. So those are all winnable basketball games besides that Warriors game, and I'm really upset about it. You know, this is also December where they have the 17-game stretch of December. There are, um, what is it, uh, seven, seven seven out of eight games are away. It's actually seven out of uh, ten games are away in a row there. So, um after the two game, two two a short trip away to the Warriors and Suns to come back to the, come back to home, play the Clippers at home, December twenty third. Uh, I'm going to give them a loss there. And uh, what about you? Their um, Clippers game. I'm giving them a win. Gonna, he's giving them a win. I, I don't think that's probably the case, uh, but I digress. Uh, we're going to go back out to Phoenix. Very. Uh, we just play the Suns, Clippers, and then go back out to Phoenix to play the Suns again. I'm going to give them a loss this time. That's uh, the front end of a back-to-back, and I don't have a whole lot of – I don't feel that in my bones. I'm going to give them uh, a win again. Uh, up next is going to be the second night of a back-to-back. It's going to be the Lakers uh, at N- L.A. I'm going to give them the win there. Uh, I'm going to go loss. So we're going straight from uh, Lakers to the Warriors. 
This is the front end of a back-to-back -back after uh, just a couple days off of the last back-to-back. -back. That's a loss for me. That's a loss for me. That's a schedule loss, I think, for everybody in everybody's book. Uh, next up is uh, December twenty, December thirty-first is the second of a back-to-back. This is the f is this the first time they've met the Kings and Zebo? This will be in Sacramento, but it will be the first time they played Vince Carter and Zebo. Um, second end of uh, second out of a back to back. First night with the Warriors. Um, I'm gonna give him a win here. I'm giving him a loss. And to finish up the last game in that road trip is going back to L.A. to play the Clippers on January the second. I am going to give them a loss. I'm going to give them a loss as well. So we have that stand and that and that short. Uh, we have lots of losses in that in that road road trip out west. After the Clippers game on the second, they come back to. The they form. come back to uh, where are we at. We come back to the Wizards. Come back to the Forum to play Washington, at home, January the fifth. I'm going to go ahead and give them a win there. I'm not. I'm giving them a loss. Give Next up after that, they have, a, have a, quite a few days off uh, from the Wizards game to the Pelicans. Uh, up next at the Forum is New Orleans coming in. I'm going to give them a W. I don't see them losing to the Pelicans at all this year. Um, I'm, it's one of those games they probably will lose because it's the Pelicans. I'm gonna. We went two and two against the Pelicans last year. Um, I watched Demarcus Cousins go absolute. Ape shit on Marcus All <laughs> in the last matchup of the year. I'm gonna give us a win here because we do have four days off in Memphis um, during that spit from the Wizards on the fifth to all the way to the Pelicans to the tenth. Um, so we're gonna be we'll have four solid full days off in Memphis. I'm gonna give them a W there, but that's only because of the four days rest. And hopefully we'll probably get in a, a practice or two, which we is, will. Which is which we probably, if I had to guess, we might not get to practice until and th all this of might December. Be the first time since November, yeah, absolutely. With seventeen games in December and a lot of road trips, a lot of road trips. I just don't know where um, those that practice time is going to come. They'll probably put in some. Definitely, they'll put it like they'll do walkthroughs. You know, for for. Uh, before games, but I don't think they will have a full practice until for the last time since November. Yeah, so I think that uh, I, I think that with a little bit of practice time, four days off, that uh, this is that's going to be a win. And the last game of this uh, episode, the, the the halfway point of the season is going to be uh, January twelfth. Uh, Denver Nuggets will go out to Denver to play the Nuggets. Um, I feel good about this. I'm going to give them a win. I know that we don't typically play uh, well out there. Last time. They played the Nuggets. I gave them a loss, uh, but I feel good there. I feel it in my bones. I'm gonna give them a W. I don't have a whole lot of rationale for this one, other than I think it's gonna happen. <laughs> um, you know, I can't decide if it's if I want to end the podcast out on a good note or. But I'm giving them a win right here. Um, like I said, it's that we're gonna be able to have time to practice. That's not gonna be the second end of a back to back. We're gonna have a full day to travel. Uh, we play the Pelicans. Uh, the tenth at seven, and then don't play the Nuggets uh, till the twelfth at eight p.m. So I'm sure we'll travel that tenth when we get off. We'll have a full day in Denver. Uh, maybe get used to um, the the, uh, the 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 sea level. The sea level. There you the go. altitude. That's the word I yeah, was yeah. looking for. 
And so maybe we'll have a day to get used to that altitude. And uh, I really want to give him a win right here. Well, that's you know what? That's considering you're despised for the Grizzlies this year. That's nice of you. <laughs> so so that that wraps up the uh, the second episode of uh, the 3D podcast. We we've been through the entire first half of the Grizzlies schedule. We've gone through it. We've talked about every game, some teams at length, to give you a better idea of who they'll be facing this year and uh, what they might be up against in the first half of the season. So uh, I think that we did a pretty good job. We only did this in uh, 40 minutes or so. So I think that was perfect for us. Wow. We could have we spent hours yeah, I, talking about the schedule. I, I kind of thought this was going to be a three-hour podcast on the first 41 games. I'm glad. I'm sure that I'm sure everybody thanks us for being a three-hour <laughs> podcast. I'm sure everybody loves that. In fact, it's not a three-hour podcast. So if you haven't already subscribed, please subscribe to iTunes. Please leave us a review. Uh, please download. You don't have to listen. Just download because that's all it shows up in stats when we show it to other people and advertisers and that sort of thing. So please, uh, please subscribe if you like the podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next time. We'll see you later. Thank you.